the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We should have listened to Ron Paul. Yeah, I remember when uh, Ron Paul ran for president. He did it a few times, uh, and he was dismissed by lots of people as being a kook. He was right about a lot of things, the Iraq War, uh, Afghanistan, the Federal Reserve. And he is Dr. Ron Paul, and he was way ahead of everybody on abortion. He's a libertarian, and some libertarians are pro-choice, but not uh, Ron. Here's what he had to say on abortion. On the occasion in the 1960s, when abortion was still illegal, I witnessed while visiting a surgical suite as an OBGYN resident the abortion of a fetus that weighed approximately two pounds. It was placed in a bucket, crying and struggling to breathe, and the medical personnel pretended not to notice. Soon the crying stopped. This harrowing event uh, forced me to think it uh, think more seriously about this important issue. That same day in the OB suite, an early delivery occurred, and the infant born was only slightly larger than the one that was just aborted. But in this room, everybody did everything conceivable to save this child's life. My conclusion that day was that we were overstepping the bounds of morality by picking and choosing who should live and who should die. These were human lives. There was no consistent moral basis to the value of life under these circumstances. Some people believe that being pro-choice is being on the side of freedom. I've never understood how an act of violence killing a human being, albeit a small one in a special place, is, per- is portrayed as a precious right. Wouldn't you like to have him read that or say that to some of the people you've been seeing selling abortion the last couple of days? When we come back, uh, uh, Selena Zito covered the Ohio Republican primary yesterday, where, by the way, Trump's guy won. We'll talk to her about that. And the other 21 candidates endorsed by Trump who also won and what it might what why what it might mean for Pennsylvania stick around In 2008 I wrote the book The Dumbest Generation This is Mark Bauerlein My first book chronicled the millennials who spent time staring at screens with extravagant hopes of a high-tech future They were confident, optimistic, ambitious Technology was to make millennials the smartest generation In truth it robbed them of faith patriotism, history, art, literature, civics. The mentors didn't give them beauty and truth and greatness. Instead, millennials have looked for answers in utopian dreams of perfect justice and universal happiness that will only disappoint them. At age 30, they go for cancel culture. My new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, From Stupefied Youth to Dangerous Adults, lays out the wreckage and shows how to rescue the next generation. If you'd like to learn more about my work, listen to my podcast at First Things Magazine, www.firstthings.com, www.firstthings.com. From best-selling author Mark Bauerlein, get the essential new book, The Demos Generation Grows Up, available wherever books are sold. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Windows are 
people do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Dr. Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz is a liberal on guns. Listen to him in his own words. How do we keep guns out of the wrong person's hands? Red flag laws. Even worse, Oz supported New Zealand-style forced government gun buybacks, tracking gun owners with universal licensing, and an assault rifle ban. No wonder Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz, a Hollywood liberal and total fraud. Dave McCormick, he's an Iraq combat veteran with a bronze star. He's a proud son of Pennsylvania and a sportsman. Dave McCormick is a conservative who you can trust to stand up to the woke liberal mob and protect your Second Amendment rights. Honor Pennsylvania Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Paid for by Honor Pennsylvania Inc. HonorPennsylvania.com This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, the big story yesterday was the Supreme Court leak and um, Roe v. Wade and all that stuff. But right behind that was the Ohio Republican primary for Senate. Everybody was watching to see what the guy Trump endorsed was going to do. And that guy, J.D. Vance, won. And Selena Zito is the national political reporter for the Washington Examiner. She also writes for the uh, New York Post and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. She covered the story and she joins us now. Selena, good to have you back on. And you were right there in the middle of it. Uh, so uh, was, was it a late surge for uh, Vance that got it for him? Um, so, yes, thanks so much for having me on, first of all. And, yeah, I've been covering this race for, oh, my God, it feels like a year. Um, uh, you know, uh, Vance was doing all the right things to win this election in terms of doing small retail shops and stops and driving across the state and, you know, doing this sort of um, this bus tour. It was called the No BS Bus Tour. Um, But he also benefited greatly from, um, well, I don't know greatly. We'll never know. Uh, He he benefited from a last-minute endorsement from Donald Trump. And uh, at the end of the day, it wasn't even close. He, He bested everyone that he all the other five people that were running by at least 10 percentage points and what so did trump's endorsement make the difference because uh, most of the media coverage had uh, had him behind and um and and they didn't know whether trump endorsing him was going to make a difference but uh apparently it did did it, did it make a huge difference do you think um you know I I thought in January J.D. Vance was going to win. But, you know, uh, he he probably won by more because of Trump, but I still think he was going to win that race. He had the right message, um, and he was appealing to the um, coalition of voters that that is the new conservative populist coalition of the Republican Party. Now, only uh, Republicans vote in this primary? There's no crossover? No. And um, what was interesting to me, the um, (laughs) total amount of votes for Republicans in this contest was about 1.2 million. It'll probably increase a little higher. Democrats only got just about a half a million, uh, and, and that would be Tim Ryan and and. That just shows you how bad the enthusiasm is um, among Democratic 
um, uh, voters. What was there? But did Ryan, maybe people didn't think anybody was going to beat him anyway, and they didn't bother to vote? I mean, was he, was he a um, huge favorite? He, he was a favorite. However, you, you need to have your job as a candidate is, is to get people to show up. You want to show enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You want people to, uh, I mean, that, that is your job as, as, as a candidate is to draw out the vote and show that there's momentum there. And he failed abysmally at doing that. Why? Well, because Democrats are, are, you know, they're in a very sort of confused state, <laughs> and and more and more Democrats in that state are voting Republican than they're voting Democrat because the party has gone so far left. And Ryan, who used to, you know, easily win his district, which is like Trumbull County and. Stark County and, and, you know, all around that spine that, that, that's right beside the state line of Pennsylvania. He used to win his, his district by 68%, 72%. The last election, he didn't even win his home county of Trumbull, and he barely won his election. You mean the national, the, 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 the election for Congress, not the primary? For yeah. His, yeah, in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. so uh, what's what's the uh, what's the message for Democrats there? It seems pretty obvious that they've that. Well, he's trying to run people. as a Republican. He's trying to run as a Republican. He's hired a Republican strategist um, to run his campaign. However, um, I, I you know people people want authenticity. They're going to see right through that. And he, he, he has to, he has like a 98% voting record with Nancy Pelosi. You can't say you're a new kind of Democrat and vote, have that kind of voting record. You just can't. Well, how is that different from, or is it any different from a guy like Connor Lamb, who's, who's also um, running for Senate? Uh, and he kind of, uh, I, at least it seems to me that he kind of likes to sell himself as, re, as Democrat light. Or maybe it's Republican light, depending on how you look at it. Well, do you see where he is in the polls? He's getting killed, right? <laughs> right. I mean, there it is not beyond um, a belief that he comes in third in this Senate race. So, you know, if people see through that lack of um, authenticity, that lack of... Um, that lack of of being, you know, you're saying you're one thing on one side of your mouth, and then you go in and vote, and you're something else. Yeah, it seems like um, candidates are getting away with that less and less. It's too, it's just too hard in the internet age to get away with it. Too many people are. It's yeah. too easy for people to to find your record and and check out uh, what you're saying against what you're actually doing. That's exactly right. Um, it's one of the benefits of social media. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, so Vance's appeal up there was, uh, and you say he was he he was big up and around Youngstown and and um, and all that area in there. The 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 working class people. Oh yeah, yeah. All of Appalachia turned out in great big numbers for Vance. He um, he really um, was. Um, did a great job of of getting that part of the coalition out. He also did a really good job of getting suburban voters out. Uh, so that's how you win elections with coalitions. You can't just have one kind of um, voter turnout, and that's Ryan's challenge is well, how does he build a coalition? Right now I'm thinking maybe um, African-American voters, maybe some suburban voters. But but that state has shifted really center-right. He really has a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, Vance, and we're talking to Selena Zito, who covered the uh, election up there in Ohio for the Washington Examiner. Um, Vance was a non-Trumper, I think everybody knows now, in 2016. What changed, and why did uh, Trump forgive him? Why did Trump endorse him? Well, think about 
about all your friends that you know, John? How many friends that you have or family members who didn't always like what Donald Trump tweeted? Yep. yep. Who didn't always like what Donald Trump said? Mm-hmm. And and they had no problem telling you that, except they weren't running for office. And and Vance did something that probably fifty percent or more of Trump voters did, except that he's a public figure and he's held to a different standard. But his his speculation about him and skepticism about him are pretty normal. And and there are a lot of people who didn't vote for Trump in twenty sixteen who did vote for him in 2020 he had more votes in 2020 than he did in 2016 so that means there's a lot of voters who who did the same thing that vance did i think trump is pragmatic enough to look at that and said yeah whatever yeah i was uh, i was a maniac and and uh people i was an outsider and um a lot of people just uh, didn't take me seriously until i won right, right? and then i won right and now yeah. And lots of people who didn't take me seriously, they lost and are continuing to yep. lose. Um, so he's going to be, Vance is going to be a heavy favorite against Ryan in November then? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it's not? It's like a non-contest? If it was held today, it would be a non-contest. Now, a million things can change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you know, because every day it's like, well, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting... Um, uh, it, because of uh, how it might affect Pennsylvania, uh, as as uh, you said, he he was a non-Trumper, and uh, and you have uh, Trump endorsed Doctor Oz here in Pennsylvania, and, and uh, should Doctor Oz be thinking that this is a slam dunk for him now because of what Vance did? I think in politics, if you ever think you're a slam dunk, then you shouldn't be in politics. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, nothing's uh, a slam dunk. Yeah. Always, always run from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, you always run as though you're in last place. Um, I, I see um, I see McCormick out there everywhere. He's exhausting. Um, and I think that Oz is sort of riding this, uh, this uh, endorsement and Honestly, if I were Trump, I'd be a little bit insulted that he just thinks that uh, that Trump is going to carry him over the finish line. You know, one of the things that Trump was very good at was being an exhaustive campaigner, never stopping, always out there. And and I don't see Oz doing that but to the degree that I see McCormick trying to win. And I, I it seems like um, McCormick's ads, and they're everywhere, are doing a really good job of just showing. Uh, unfortunately for uh, uh, for Doctor Oz, he had a TV show, and uh, yeah. the the videos are out there, the clips are out there, yeah. and you yeah. can say all you want that Donald Trump endorsed me, but that doesn't change what he said about uh, transgender kids and and some of the other stuff that he said gun gun uh, gun laws, uh, red flag laws. I think he yeah. he came out in favor of. Uh, so I I think what you might be right that. Trump might be saying, well, wait a minute, why, why did I endorse this guy at some point? Yeah, I mean, it, it, is, um, it, it will be interesting uh, to see. You know, and I think all states are not created equal. What, what, what happened, what works in Ohio might mm-hmm. not work in Pennsylvania. It's definitely not working in Georgia. I mean, Brian Kemp is not only going to win the primary, He's not even going to face a runoff. It's not going to even be close. And he was not endorsed by Trump. Yeah. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. I mean, Trump literally loathes him. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Brian Kent's a very good governor. And that's how Georgia voters see him. And that's what they're voting for. Mm -hmm. Well, um, abortion hasn't been a factor in elections very often. At least it seems to me. The polls that I see, you know, they list the they list the uh, the the in order of importance to voters, and abortion is usually near the bottom. It's down there with climate change. Um, but has that changed now because of what happened with the Supreme Court the other day and uh, Roe v. Wade probably being overturned? No, you don't think so. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. First of all. 
it's a, it's a, it's it. People have the position, that, um, and they've had it. Uh, it's almost completely ingrained in who they are. Uh, second of all, the more you talk about abortion, the more it hurts Democrats because the more graphic it gets, uh-huh. and the more personal it gets, and that's not good for Democrats because uh, 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 abortion is not like um, going in and get a couple stitches. It is an emotionally devastating thing for a woman, and no matter how cavalier people try to present it, it is not something that is easily forgotten, and anyone that has had one will tell you that. I think it hurts the Democrats, if anything, because the more you talk about it, um, the more people get squeamish about it. And I saw a Democrat, and it's a black woman, um, and in New York, I, I, I just thought of it now as you were saying that, uh, you know, being cavalier about it. Uh, I, I wish I could remember who it was. Maybe you know who it was. She's on video proudly talking about the fact that she had an abortion, and I'm standing here proud to say that I had an abortion. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna, that doesn't go over well. No. It doesn't go over well with anyone. Nobody... Nobody is proud to have an abortion. It's a tragic uh, decision that you have to make in your life. And so talking about it in such a cavalier way is not going to be endearing to voters. No. And, and the, more, um, the more people know about it, the less popular it becomes. And uh, it's so it, it is um, Trump went uh, Trump is very much uh, anti-abortion. And he endorsed 22 candidates, I think it was, uh, and he went 22 and 0. Um, and there are people out there saying that the establishment Republican Party is done, because and that's that's evidence of it. You buying that? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't think I don't think the establishment is is all that and a bag of potato chips, as we used to say in the 80s, right? Yeah. But, you know, nothing, look, it takes a coalition to win. You need all parts of the party to win in a general election. Mm-hmm. So, um, President Trump is going to have some successes here. He's going to have some failures. And um, at the end of the day, you need all those moving parts of that coalition to win. And as much as he dislikes Mitch McConnell, there would and 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 a lot of people dislike Mitch McConnell. That that guy has played four dimensional chess over the Democrats consistently for years, and he is the very reason why there are three conservative constitutionalist um, jurists on the um, bench today. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is incredibly important for the life movement, for the gun movement, um, and for the conservative movement, um, um, and, and freedom of speech, but also freedom of religion. Yeah, and uh, um, but just from people you talk to, do you run into pe- Republicans and people you've known for a long time? Because you've been covering politics for a long time. Do you run into some of these establishment Republicans who are either still anti-Trump or only grudgingly sort of pro-Trump? Still? Um, I mean, sure, they're out there, but, um, you know, everybody adapts or you leave. Mm-hmm. You either adapt or you leave. Parties change. They're like tectonic plates. Um, they move every couple inches, every, just ever so slightly, every four, every two years. And and if you're going to be in politics, you got to be willing to, to adapt as your coalition changes. And so, uh, where do you go next, Selena? Um, on my way right now to go cover the. Um, I had to pull over because <laughs> Lord only knows how how crazy our broadband is in Western Pennsylvania. Right, right. I'm heading to Grove, Grove City right now to cover the debate tonight, um, and then it's onward to South Carolina to interview. Tim Scott, and then uh, Florida for um, Governor DeSantis. So what's it, who's, who's debating in Grove City tonight? Uh, the Senate candidate. Okay. So other than that, you got nothing on your plate, right? That's oh my it? gosh. <laughs> Pretty boring. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk again. I, I, I'm going to be bothering you a lot, I'm afraid. I'm really happy that you're willing to come on uh, because you're all over the place here, I'm and a- it's great. 
I love going on. Are you kidding me? I love talking with you about this. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Selena. Thanks, John. Have a great evening. You too. Selena Zito. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Federal Reserve intensified its drive to curb the worst inflation in 40 years by raising its benchmark short-term interest rate by a sizable half percentage point. The half-point hike in the Fed's key rate raised it to a range of 0.75% to 1%. Iowa Senator Joni Ernst calls it abhorrent that the Supreme Court's abortion decision was leaked, something she says appears designed to impact the court's final ruling. I do believe that the Supreme Court has to go through its proper processes, and those should be independent deliberations. Senator Ernst tells the Salem Radio Network some pro-choice advocates will use the leaked information to try and apply pressure to justices to change their votes. The Dow is up 444 points now that Nasdaq ahead 135. This is SRN News. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out? For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. If you're on the left and you believe that conservatives should be kept off of Twitter, if you want to defend Trump being permanently banned from Twitter, Babylon B, libs of TikTok, if you believe in big tech censorship, call in and explain it. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our Compact Everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at BestHotGrill.com. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I definitely uh, think it's a good product, definitely worth keeping. You know, I've had all kinds of conversations with these nutritionists. I've asked them about products like yours, and they'll say, oh, well, we don't want you to take that. We just want you to eat all these vegetables and fruit. And I said, you know, you're talking to somebody here that hates fruit, and I will tolerate some vegetables. I think it only makes sense. There's no way I could eat enough fruit and vegetables to equal what this product is providing, is the way I look at it. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code BALANCE. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Wrapping up our rush hour, still seeing a lot of delays. Tied up on the Parkway East inbound into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound heavy Boulevard of the Allies up to the tunnel, about a 10-minute delay there. Parkway West inbound, not too bad, but a few delays between Green Tree and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound 28 looking pretty solid as well from Butler Street to Delafield Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. 
1250, The Answer. Weather. Overcast skies this evening, then partly cloudy skies late tonight with a low of 49. Some sunshine tomorrow, then turning cloudy and warmer, the nicest day of the week with a high of 68. Partly to mostly cloudy tomorrow night with a shower in spots late, low 55. Friday, we'll see periods of rain and a high of 63. Saturday, a thick cloud cover. It'll be cool with occasional rain, a high 58. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. You probably have to be uh, pretty old to remember when the late-night TV shows were worth watching. Uh, Johnny Carson's been gone for a long time. Uh, As you probably know, you may not even be old enough to remember Johnny, but I'm guessing most people listening to this show are. Uh, Jay Leno's also been gone for a while. So's David Letterman been gone, but he stopped being funny right around the, I don't know, turn of the century or so. Excuse me, long time ago. But uh, even Letterman who eventually revealed himself to be a crazed uh, liberal, which he's become even more crazed about since he's been off his show. He seemed to know to stay away from politics. Unless he was willing to go after both sides, he would make fun of everybody. And sometimes that would be a politician, and sometimes it would be a Democrat. Sometimes it would be a Republican. I don't remember watching and thinking that he was only going after one side. Uh, but he he just didn't he didn't mess around with politics much. Uh, those guys were smart enough to know that that's not the kind of show it was. So uh, now there are lots of choices after eleven thirty, and they all stink. Uh, they've become late night versions of uh, Meet the Press or This Week uh, uh, on ABC. It's a it's a it's about politics only with a little comedy throw in or supposed comedy. And if you're not a liberal, you're not getting a seat on the couch. You're just not. Uh, even if you're an entertainer, uh, movie star, you probably don't admit to being uh, conservative. You are one because you won't get a seat on the couch on those shows, and you'll be not if not blackballed at least at the very least ignored. So if you're not a liberal, uh, but wouldn't it be interesting if just one would be a conservative? Now I'm not counting uh, Greg Gutfeld on Fox right now because he is on Fox, and on that show you expect politics. He's a political guy he has the he's been on the five and for a long time and he's been around fox a long time and it's obvious he's a conservative and very political uh and so and he does the kind of show that's not like the traditional late night show used to be with entertainers and talking about showbiz and all that stuff but anyway he's beating all the other guys in the ratings but the other shows are still supposed to uh, be, be about show business and they're not they're, they're, they're not. Uh, at least they used to be, that's what you expected, was show business. And maybe that's why you tuned in, because you were sick of politics. Well, they don't give you the chance to get away from politics anymore, because if you tune in those guys, that's what you're going to get. So here's the lineup uh, last night uh, talking about the Supreme Court leak and Roe v. Wade, which, by the way, would never have gotten a mention on any late-night show 20 years ago. Nobody would have talked about it. Just wouldn't have gotten in there. There would have been if may, maybe a one-liner in there or something about the leak, trying to make a joke about it, but there's no way that they would have talked about abortion. No way on this earth that that subject would have been brought up because that's not what people used to tune in to hear, but that's what they're getting now. So this is James Corden, Trevor Noah, Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon, Fallon, I should say, and not a dissenting voice in the bunch. Listen. And make no mistake, this is the biggest rollback of human rights in modern U.S. history. And we know what a reversal of reproductive rights looks like because your parents and grandparents, they lived it already. That's right, people. If the court's decision is released officially, abortion will be illegal in about half the states in America. Yeah, that means all across the country, women in places like South Dakota or Missouri or even Texas will have the exact same abortion rights as women in Afghanistan under the Taliban. Yeah, and just think about that. We just evacuated people out of Afghanistan, and now we're going to have to evacuate them out of Tennessee? (laughs) And isn't it it amazing? After all these years of the right screaming about the threats of Sharia law, it turns out they were just jealous. Because nothing says looking toward the future like adhering to the earliest days of common law. That's why I believe that life begins at white land-owning male. And why horses who read should be arrested for witch mischief. Now, surprisingly, Alito was joined in the decision by no one who would surprise you. Clarence Thomas, 
Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. So congratulations, ladies. Decisions about what you can do with your body are now being made by four old dudes and a woman who thinks The Handmaid's Tale is a rom-com. Uh, there are even a lot of Republicans who don't want Roe versus Wade overturned. They're like, whoa, we just want to take down Mickey Mouse. What the hell are you guys doing? Pump, pump the brakes. That's right, it looks like the Supreme Court will overturn Roe versus Wade. Apparently they decided masks aren't mandatory, but Mother's Day is. Today, Chief Justice John Roberts condemned the leak and announced that there will be an investigation into how it got out. Americans are like, uh, the leak is not our main concern. Before we get to all that, yesterday Politico published a draft opinion that revealed the Supreme Court has decided to overturn the landmark case. Roe versus Wade and end abortion rights. Many of us are disheartened by this and are struggling to understand what can be done to protect women's reproductive freedom. Yeah, by the way, did you notice that there was no woman in the mix there? Uh, you know, where's the liberal outrage over the fact that late night is dominated by uh, white, at least mostly white men? I see clips from the shows every once in a while, but I haven't seen five minutes of their shows combined in the last 10 years. It never even occurs to me. I don't know about you, but it never occurs to me to, to, to watch these guys. Jeez, I wonder what Jimmy Fallon's going to say about this tonight. It just uh, – or uh, – What's his name? Corden, who I've never seen. I've, ne- I, I've never seen his show. Not one. I've seen plenty of clips. I've seen him in other places. Never seen the show. Uh, I guess he's leaving. Uh, he's leaving the show, and uh, that'll mean that I can continue to not watch him when he's gone, just as like I did when he was there. Um, but I haven't watched, uh, believe me, a total of five minutes in at least ten years. So I guess somebody is still watching. But the ain't exactly appointment TV and seeing Gutfeld, Gutfeld getting better ratings has to be killing them. And here's the thing about it. You know, you heard those comments at the end there about abortion, and I, I think it was the, the last person we heard that was Jimmy Fallon, and he said they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And he said that, that upsets a lot of us. But he doesn't understand, this is, which is why you don't talk about this subject on that kind of a show, is that it's a 50-50 split, a, 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 a abortion is. And so... You're, you're, why would you alienate half of your audience? The country is in a 50-50 split on just about everything. Not 50-50, but, you know, it's close enough to 50-50 that you'd think you'd be smart enough to know that you're alienating so many people by picking one side or the other. Just leave it alone. Interview a comedian or, you know, have a, have a new comedian come on and do his uh, stand-up. I don't know. I don't know what they do on the shows now. I'm sure they have music acts and do the stuff that they used to do, but... There's too much. Uh, there's too much politics, and, um, and so it's just. It, I, I just don't see. I don't see those shows ever being any good ever again, as long as those people are on, and and it's and not maybe not maybe maybe they actually do a good job of doing what they do, which is talking about politics. But I don't like their politics. I, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want. I don't, and I don't care what Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert has to say about anything. Unless they're going to make me laugh, you know, put a put a funny hat on, make me laugh, do something. I don't want to hear you talk about abortion. I just don't, and I don't think I'm alone in that. So that's your uh, that's your late night TV. Uh, we'll talk about. Uh, uh, I also I also wanted to uh, mention that when it comes to um, abortion, um, it's so, some of the things that some of the things that you you hear out there are just. So stupid. Um, this is um, this is a politician, and her name is uh, she's Representative Katie Porter. Not sure where she's from. Uh, let me look here. I don't know where she's from. Doesn't matter. She's a Republican. She's a she's a uh, she's a uh, Congresswoman, Katie Porter. And this is what she said. Just as she's quoting from uh, on Twitter, she's quoting from the draft opinion. Uh, quote, abortion opponents note that attitudes about the pregnancy of unmarried women have changed drastically. That's a quote from the opinion, which she cites here on her Twitter feed, on her post. And uh, she says, not a single justice knows what it's like to be one of the 10 plus million single parents in America. I do, and I support a woman's right to choose. And here's the thing that nobody has the guts to say. Here's an idea. And I'm, sometimes you can't help it. I'm not talking about rape or incest. 
If you're single, don't get pregnant. You know what I mean? Don't get pregnant. There are ways to not get pregnant. And if you do, uh, you know, kind of going into the exercise that produces a kid every once in a while, that that was a possibility. How about accepting the responsibility and uh, living with it? That's the way it used to be. Or if not, don't, don't try to portray what you did as something courageous and something that should be your right. It's uh, what you did is, uh, and and if you don't if you don't want to judge somebody for refusing to accept responsibility, fine. If you think that's okay, fine. But don't try to sell it as anything but a refusal to accept responsibility for your actions. That's what it is. I'll be right back. This is John Stagerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels, that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the stores, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at my pillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. Connecticut hedge fund CEO David McCormick desperately sought President Trump's endorsement, but failed because of his liberal, woke, pro-Biden and pro-China record. Some of the opponents, I have to tell you, are very pro-China, and they're going to let China eat our lunch. We can't let that happen. Other candidates like Jeff Bartos and Carla Sands are more conservative than David McCormick. Bartos and Sands sought Trump's endorsement, too. But President Trump picked Dr. Oz. He is pro-life, and he is very, very much in favor of the Second Amendment. He'll fight for strong borders. He's got a movement going along with our movement, and he's very well supported by people like Sean Hannity. I see ads in Pennsylvania where they're all claiming that they have my support. They don't have my support. The only one that has my support is Dr. Oz. Endorsed by Trump, pro-gun, pro-life. Dr. Oz for Senate. I'm Dr. Mehmet Oz, the candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Oz for Senate. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com code 3388. Enjoy. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses and nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799, and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text RON to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's RON to 99799. Again, text RON to 99799. 
This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Now, you know, the Democrats uh, and the mainstream media claim the 2020 presidential election was the most secure election in American history. But maybe you uh, suspect something went wrong there. Lots of voters do. You might be shocked to hear the truth. 2,000 Mules is a film that tells the story of the ones who tried to hijack a presidential election. And it exposes jaw-dropping evidence about what really happened in November of 2020. You can visit 2000mules.com. That's 2000, the number, 2000mules.com. Buy your tickets today. You can see the movie uh, showing that they're selling out fast. Uh, so buy your tickets before they are gone. Movie tickets will not be available at the box office. So buy them uh, online at uh, 2000mules.com. Check it out, 2000mules.com. So, um, where were I? Where was I? Oh, I, I wanted to. This this guy has driven me nuts for a long time. Um, Bill Crystal. Okay, we told you we had um, we had uh, Selena Zito on talking about the election in Ohio, and Rob Portman was the senator there. He's leaving, so the the, the spot was open, and and J D Vance won the primary last night. J.D. Vance, of course, was um, was endorsed by Donald Trump. So Bill Kristol, who sold himself as a, as a conservative for a long time, especially in the early days of Fox, he was on their 6 o'clock uh, uh, news every night with uh, Britt Hume, uh, special report, I think it's called, yeah, special report, and he was, a, he was a regular. And he was always leaned on for his conservative conservative opinions, and it turns out he's just nothing but a – the poster child for rhinos, a Republican in name only. So he, this is what he this is what he uh, tweeted after uh, J.D. Vance was declared the winner last night. He says, Rob, meaning Rob Portman, and I worked in the Bush White House. We've been friendly acquaintances since. Tonight he announced his support of J.D. for support for J.D. Vance. I sent a modest contribution to Tim Ryan. This is what this guy does. He claimed all those years to be a conservative, and because he's a, an anti-Trumper and he can't face the fact that Trump was right about a lot of things, and he actually, you know, won the presidency, which Crystal gave him no chance of doing, he, he contributes to a Democrat. He, 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 after seeing what's going on now with, with the Supreme Court and the fact that there are conservative judges there now only because Donald Trump won— this guy, because he's, he's, his feelings were hurt, or because he doesn't like Donald Trump's tweets or his demeanor or whatever it is he doesn't like about Donald Trump, he's a Democrat now. He's a Democrat. And uh, that's you know, proof last night. He says, I sent a modest contribution to Tim Ryan. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood. I think that's a, a quote from... Uh, Frost. I don't know, but anyway, that's that's Bill Crystal. He's enough to make you want to throw up, and 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 then there's this guy. This is the the stupidity of people sometimes. Uh, the these are people that are are passed off as intellectuals or consider themselves intellectuals, and sometimes uh, not sometimes more often than not, people in the media um, accept them as intellectuals and promote them as intellectuals. This is Ben Rose, Rhodes, I should say. Uh, he's MSNBC, uh, and he's, a, this is, he's supposed to be a smart guy, okay? And this is what he writes, and this is what he says on Twitter. George W. Bush and Donald Trump both lost the popular vote and appointed five of these judges who will shape American life uh, and on climate, life on Earth, for decades, some democracy. So in other words, he, he doesn't think that this fits with what a democracy is supposed to be. This is a guy who's he has, um, he has, I'm going to tell you how many followers he has on, on Twitter. Um, I don't know how many. He's got hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter. And he says, this is not, this is some democracy, sarcastically. This guy doesn't know that it's not a democracy, and the Electoral College is, is, the, is the prime example of 
why it's not, and it was done purposely. It's just, uh, and there's so many people out there who are constantly making references to uh, it not being a, a democracy or failing in in their eyes to live up to what a democracy democracy is supposed to be. Doesn't matter what a democracy is supposed to be. We ain't one, okay? And they both lost the popular vote. The popular vote means nothing. Zero. Doesn't matter. Except in each state, the popular vote is really important. This, is, this guy is, is, is Ben Rhodes, who has 581,000 followers on Twitter, and everybody thinks he's a really smart guy. So there's a lot of stupidity out there. Before I go, a quick mention about the Penguins last night. They won in triple overtime. Great game. One of the great games in Penguins history. And it reminded me of my mother. The reason... Uh, it was 22 uh, years ago tonight, May 4th, 20, 2000. The Penguins played a playoff game against the Flyers, and it went into five overtimes. They lost 12 minutes into the fifth overtime, so it was basically five and a half overtimes. And my mother used to have seats there. She might have known somebody to help her get tickets. I'm not sure. But she had season tickets, and I could see her from my spot in press row. And as the game was going on, I stayed for the whole game. I had to. I was working. I kept looking down. I'm, I'm seeing my mother. She's still sitting there. Third overtime. I'm figuring, well, they've got to leave. She was there with my dad. She was 83 years old at the time. Fourth overtime. She's still there. I'm looking down on the fifth overtime. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning or something. She's still sitting there. She stayed there till the bitter end. Uh, Keith Primo scored the goal to beat him like, a minute, like 12 minutes into overtime. So the next day I saw her, I said, Mom, you stayed there. I looked down, you were there, you stayed for five overtimes. She's 83 years old. She says to me, yeah, where am I going? (laughs) That was her answer. She was a Canadian. Maybe that had something to do with it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.